I, I'd like to apologize um, for my behavior on last week's podcast. I understand that uh, I've inadvertently brought shame upon a number of people. I'd like to start with uh, my apology f- for, um, for Bear Grylls. Uh, last week on the RG podcast, Not Live, I stated that you live in a nest and we all know you don't. Um, I, 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 I apologize greatly. Um, clearly, you live in a cave. Uh, I'd like to apologize to my sister. Um, I said that I might get you an upgraded gift for your birthday. Um, no, probably won't do that. Um, I'd like to apologize to two llamas from Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. Um, at one point in the podcast, I basically said that the white and the black llama were running next to each other and it kind of looked like a shadow. And I I appreciate that that is highly offensive. I'd like to also apologize to users of the word bay. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to upset you. No, apologize for them. Oh, oh, okay. Is that, is that, is that enough? I mean. Yeah, I I think you've groveled enough. Yeah. Great. Um. Start the show then. As he says. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday. It's time for... The RG Podcast, not live. Podcast is occurring. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the RG Podcast episode five. High five. Yeah, I love these American things. Yeah. Uh, episode five. Series two. Series two, episode five. You almost forgot it was episode five, Grex, didn't you? I did. Why? I don't. I was trying to think in series. I thought it was like series one for a minute. I thought we were so. I thought we were still doing series one. Did you? Um. Yes, well, things have changed, but actually, let's uh, let's crack on and introduce a few people on the show this week. Ladies let's. and gentlemen, I think for a change, we're going to bring on our star double bass player in the corner. It's Dr. Swing himself. It's the Internet's own Michael Bell on double bass. Hello. You right. How you doing? Swell. Good. Um, <laughs> a fifties term for a for a fifties gentleman. Well, I'm, I'm I'm holding this double bass, so I feel a bit more. Uh, yeah, a bit more fifties, bit more, bit, bit more old school, bit more significant. This is the this is the retro podcast. Retro. Band. I I have a newfound respect for the double bass. I like any instrument you could stab a man through the neck with, and the, and you could do that with a double bass as long as you were buff enough to launch it. I think it's, the per- it's almost the perfect weapon. Because you know, you can stab you can stab your man, and then just jump into some sort of you know dingy uh, club where they're Pop. playing blues music, and you can just play in boom, butter boom, butter butter boom, butter boom, butter. What officer? I'm I'm double bass player. No 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 blood on my hands. Absolutely, it's all on the yeah, floor. Cool. Beautiful. So, <laughs> so you're grand. It's the perfect weapon. And who's that in the corner? It's on lead saxophone. It's the internet. No, it's not. It's Greg Bishop, not from the internet. <laughs> Oh, 
One of these days, one of these days, I will be the one on the internet. I wish uh, you are. What do you mean? I've been on the internet for at least 10 years. Yeah. In fact, I ha- I'm pretty sure it's my 10 year anniversary of the Grax domain. Really? It was a while ago, yeah. So- Happy anniversary! In February. Oh. Well, you've milked that I, a bit, haven't you? I mean, it's... I have. It's, it's March the something, 9th. March the 9th today. Definitely the 9th of March today. Mm. Yeah. So you've been yeah. you've been on the internet for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. I, I started As, doing blogging and writing, and then I moved on to videos uh, about 2000 and... Good reminiscing. I hope you are here. 2000, 2005, that would be 10 years. Great reminiscing. Um, okay. Mm. Okay. And I've never looked back. I see. You haven't, have you? What's... um. What's changed the most in that time? I lost hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most significant change. So much regret. So much regret. So, I regret nothing. So true, so true. Oh, beautiful, Grex. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I'm pumped. I'm ready for a new episode. And actually, I'm pretty pleased with myself. Yeah? What have you been up to? What, 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 have, you, what have you pulled off? Hang on. Well, I can hear a keyboard player in the background. Ah, on organ. He's playing his. He's blowing his own organ. If that's what you do with an organ, I don't know. <laughs> it's Andy, isn't it? Hello. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hello. I am on. He's multitasking. He's able to play the organ and talk at the same time. Mm, that is a thing. So, I... Greg, so what have you been up to? <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Grax, carry on, mate. Well, last week I managed to go watch a. A uh, show at the theatre. It's a really good show. I went to see it. You went to a show at a the theatre. Like, that's right. Oh, grown up. <laughs> well, that's what people with joint mortgages do. We do theatre stuff and I drink uh, wine. What? But the show we actually got to see. <laughs> drink. Uh, the show we actually watched. Uh, my girlfriend and I. We watched One Man, Two Governors. It was great. Um, I just, I just couldn't stop. Watching it, laughing, okay. and crying with laughter of the whole show. Excellent. I would definitely recommend. And there was some fantastic audience interaction as well. I mean, there was a point where the main guy was talking about his story about how hungry he was, mm. and then a man stands up and he says, "I got a sandwich." From the audience, and this completely threw the main actor on the stage to the point where he was, he just stopped and says, oh, "Look, hang on, wait a minute. What are you? You have a sandwich <laughs> right now." Have you seen this show before? You haven't? So, why do you have a sandwich and why are you telling me I've got a... S- right, you do understand how theatre works, right? <laughs> I was hungry! Grex, was, so, was it you? It wasn't me this time, no. <laughs> Although, at this point, I felt really embarrassed for everyone. Cause it is, cause... I know I know exactly how you feel, Andy, when I embarrassed you in front of Mike Wozniak. That, that reminds me, at the weekend, I went to go see uh, a gig. Uh, I saw, you know Jeremy Hardy? I'm familiar with Jeremy it, Hardy, a little bit, yeah. Radio 4 guy, he's very very liberal, very, very very funny, and he's always great. But I went to go see him in Burton-on-Trent, which uh, there's no way around it, it's, it's just a bit of a rough place. And it's like, right, bear in mind, this is a Radio 4 crowd, very liberal crowd, very gentle, calm. Um, in in, in Burton-on-Trent? In, Bur- in Burton, right, on, gotcha. a fr- on a Friday. Rowdy. And well, yeah, this is it. So we're there. I'm, I'm in the front row. I went with my parents. I was in the front row. They were in like row T or something because we ordered tickets at different times. Oh, okay. And halfway through the show, halfway through the first half, you kind of Jez is talking away, blah blah blah, and then uh, you can hear these this this like little two squawking basically, 
And I couldn't really work out where it was, but I sort of turn around. And you just it's kind not, of hear a bit, not, a bit of... It's not mum and dad, is it? A bit of to-do. Uh, and then you kind of hear this woman shout out, You bitch! And then, <laughs> and then you hear the unforgettable sound of a face and some wetness. <laughs> Ooh, a, a wet fish, a wet fish incident, or a some blast some just for a drink at this other girl, actually. Fantastic! Uh, is this in the theatre? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, 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 it's in a really lovely theatre, like a proper little art centre, really lovely place. <laughs> so small. And again, Radio Four crowd, and uh, yeah, so that's happening, and it sort of it completely stops the show, and they're sort of having this massive argument and sort of slapping each other around their stuff about ten minutes before the interval, and we're like, okay, and. Jeremy covers it very, very well. But we kind of just like leave it there and, and then he carries on. <laughs> it kind of awkwardly carries on the rest of the gig. He then calls an interval. Okay. Right. So we think, okay, right, well, there you go. We can, you know, we can settle down and everything should be fine from there. And blah, 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 ladies and gentlemen, go back to the, to the seats. Go back to the seats, drink and down. And I'm sitting down on my seat and I see the police come through. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I can see the police come around the side, like th- through the stage door in the back. And they have to physically remove this this girl and her husband or boyfriend or whatever. Wow. Out of really? And, and, and apparently they've been having a massive punch up in car park at the interval. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Radio 4 crowd. It's like, I was well, pissing myself laughing. Earlier on today, I, I was driving back from work and I saw... Uh, some, something called an Australian Handyman. So Australian Handyman is a service in around the London area where they all live um, outside of Australia. And they drive these tiny little smart cars around and fix stuff. That's what they do. This chap had uh, his name on the side of his car. You know, like on a Eddie Stobart, you've got the, the they name the, the, the lorry, Jenny. Mm-hmm. And then you oh. usually... Can I yes. guess what name it was? Well, no. This was well. This was the the guy's Steve-o? name. It was it wasn't the car's name? Nearly. It, this was the this was the guy. And almost. Jimbo. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to be an O. It's Aussie. <laughs> In three. In three. Very good, Michael Bell. You're improving. Um, yeah, yeah. So this he's got Jimbo on the side, of, like on his side of his car, because that's who he is. Personalized his Australian handyman car. But that's but nice. as I was driving past, I noticed that on the back of the car they've got the strap line. We'll fix it for you. Now, if you put Ooh. together Jim mm. Bo, we'll fix it for you on the back Ooh. of a tiny car. I don't know ah. if they're trying to fit into a niche market at the moment, but I'm not entirely sure that's the strap line they should be going for. That's a bit too niche. Mm. What do you think? Ah. I've just got it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I this is no word of a lie. Jimbo. We'll fix it for you. <laughs> um, however, Maybe, I suppose one letter out, it would be fine. There's no um, lawsuits or any unfortunate mishaps for the name, no. but still. Yeah. You, mm. bit, bit on the nose. Bit, 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 bit. It could be worse because, you know, this week uh, Glitter's gone down, hasn't it? <laughs> so there is, there is a le- position of leader on, on available. Anyone can have it. <laughs> oh, I don't want to be in that gang. So I if you not... so grass, no, no. you want to be the leader, you know. No. <laughs> no. no, thank you. You don't, have to follow, you don't have to follow his policies. You know, you can be you can be a new style of leader. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, Grex, I'd be very I... careful with your answer. Really... <laughs> I'm not interested. Thank you very much. But, but you got is... all this. You got all this fans. You can tra- change them for good. You know, it was just him that was a bit of a wronging. 
His fans were fine. <laughs> oh, good. So you think I have the capabilities of I, of shifting things in the right direction? I is that believe, what you're saying? I believe you, you're the right man to change, to bring change become, to, to could, this society. And you, could, you could be the leader, you know? You could finally become uh, a member of the Glitterati. Is that, leader, is that what the leader is good. The leader is great. The leader is Grax. Vote Grax. <laughs> 59 days Ooh. um oh, you're selling it to the me, funniest so. thing however when i passed this australian handyman he was actually broken down at the side of the road so they obviously can't fix sweet. everything because sweet irony <laughs> he was crying into his forex um yeah there we go so that's today's update um another thing that happened i was sent um i was sent something in the post by a uh a, a family member a uh, back end of Last oh, week. Let's let's guess. Right. Uh, Grax, we'll have, we'll have a guess. I'm going dad. You said dad in the post? No, dad sent something. Oh, right, right. I thought you meant like they wrapped up his father and put it in a box and then just shifted all the way to his house. That would be weird. Well, Wouldn't it? I, maybe he's just thinking that. Carry on. I would, go, <laughs> okay. I would go to the expense of getting a courier in that case. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure he's got poking holes. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> Sidetracked a bit. Which member of Andy's family sent him something in the post? I'm going Oh, right, I'm right, going right. Uh, I'm going to say Auntie. It was Auntie. Point Grax. Oh, well done, Grax. Well, why not? I, know Gra- I know the family well, apparently. <laughs> oh, do you, apparently? Uh, you, well, you've insulted him enough times. Um, yeah, I got, I, get, I got sent some <laughs> organic snail gel. What? I'm gonna, I've got a photo here. I, I might tweet it. Uh, this is bioactive skincare. Organic snail gel supports skin revitalization. It's moisture restoring, soothing, and anti-aging, and I, I I need all three of those. Um, now, basically, it, on the back of it, it's got the ingredients. <laughs> the ingredients are as follows: uh, aloe vera leaf juice. Not, uh-huh. I don't know how you get that out. Mei Chang oil, li- okay. lime oil, lemongrass oil, uh, carob extract. Don't know what. Okay, don't, sounds don't good. Carabis and snail secretion filtrate. What? Yeah, the secretion of the snail. So wait, they they so they they're milking a snail. How, how would you actually milk a snail? There's no nipples on a snail. <laughs> Slowly, obviously. Um, <laughs> oh. And it's and it's it's done by something called draworganic.co.uk. Um. Which actually might be Dr. Organic. Um Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then they've put a strap line on it. A bioactive breakthrough in organic skincare, natural extracts delivering effective results. Dr. O. As in, this guy's name is Dr. Organic? <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's not, one. That is not name. your name. If your name is Dr. Organic, fair enough. Go out there and get a career in developing organic products because you are Dr. Organic. And do you have to get a medical certificate? Do you have to get a doctorate? Do you have to go and do a PhD to become Frankly, Dr. Organic? If you, he was just born John Organic. So the way I said it, he, it was destiny. He was destined to do this kind of job with a name like that. all organic beings, any of us could do that. But, you know, Dr. Doctor Organic is, is, is that's his name, Doctor O. But, you know, you could be Doctor Bell. That's not a problem. That's right. One day I will be. The question I want to ask, Andy, is why did your auntie think that you needed something from Doctor O? Doctor Organic. Uh, I think Dr. she was just. O. I think she just wanted to send me some um, some some slime moisturizer. I haven't opened it. <laughs> slime in a box. <laughs> it is a box. On the front of it, it's just got a snail 
being milked <laughs> by very tiny little hands. <laughs> the tiny pixie hands. Tiny pixie hands. There we go. Well, so that's my week. Your, when a member of your family sends you, like, you know, moisturiser, that's just saying, well, last time we saw you for Christmas, you looked a bit of shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, yourself, uh, Andrew. Get some snail gunk. And about three months later, they put it in the post because they care. Never mind. That's service. That wraps up the week. <laughs> News. Buggling burglar fell asleep in bedroom after eating tub of ice cream during house raid. Well, bugger me. <laughs> response you've ever given to anything ever That's right uh no um oh. julie james 51 returned from work to find matthew waters 30 conked out in her spare room her screams woke him up <laughs> <laughs> a dozy burger was jailed today for a goldilocks crime uh this is from the mirror oh really it was as you said that the mirror.co.uk report falling asleep in the spare bedroom after eating too much during a house raid Apparently, greedy Matthew Waters, age 30, ate a whole tub of ice cream. There's also a link to, the, to that. I'm not going to click on that and see what comes up. It's probably an advert for ice cream, isn't it? it now, frankly, yeah, I think cream. this guy's a bit of a lightweight. Um, this guy's a lightweight because I remember back in the day, in my younger years, in my heavier years, I used to go through a one-litre tub of smartest ice cream, and I was absolutely fine. I didn't go, <laughs> didn't sleep. I was still awake to watch the wrestling. Yeah. This guy's a lightweight. Yeah, eight hours of wrestling. That's right. Um, uh, so, yeah, this is... Um, she panicked when she found sleeping waters. And that her... Uh, apparently her grandchildren became began crying. She says, since this, when I come home from work, I take a poker from the grate and check all rooms. <laughs> cool. I mean, all right. Hungarian village put up for rent. I saw this. Oh, you got to tell the story, please. I, I saw this. i got a great idea. Bugger me. <laughs> Yes. A remote village in Hungary with a population of 18 is available to rent for just £500 a day. Yes. The mayor, Christoph Peja, possibly pronounced otherwise, hopes to attract tourists to the charming village of Megyr, which is located 120 miles southwest of Budapest. Um, renters will have access to seven guest houses that sleep 39 people. So that's like twice as many people in the actual uh, town itself, as well as the freedom of four streets, a bus stop, a barn and 10 acres of farmland. Doesn't say whether or not you're allowed to bring your own car or anything. You just you've got a bus stop. Uh, basically, he the mayor says, "I hope the advertisement will bring our uh, town some revenue, but more importantly, some attention." Uh, tenants can also use the village's three sheep, two cows, and six horses, and can even become temporary deputy mayor. Oh wow! Why any deputy? For five hundred pounds a day, you're a deputy mayor. You can, you can run your own town. Or for five hundred quid, I want to be full mayor. I want full mayoral duties for five hundred quid. You'd, you'd, well, we've got. Remember, we've got the mayoral bling in the shed. So you've already got. You know, you've already got the outfit. Yeah, mm. you could look the part and everything. You know, I mean, that guy on Twitter ages ago pretended to be a mayor of some town. Oh God, the mayor of Staffordshire. Yeah, got into all the yeah. towns for free, didn't he? Exactly. So figure the perks. So you are right there, Michael Butler. It's basically paying five hundred pounds to do all the admin for being a deputy. It's yeah, not, it's not. You know. don't even get the, the the fun of it. It's like, oh, we've got to get the new water contract. Oh, can't they just go and pass play? No, you've got to go and stay in and do it. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, the <laughs> mayor goes open to hospitals and, and attra- talks to attractive nurses. Oh, I've got to stay here and do the mayor's work while he has a piss up. You know. Exactly. So, so Grax, well, guys, Grax, what's your what's the what's the idea? I'm just thinking. 
Guys. Yeah. RG land. Bugger me. RG land for 500 pounds a day. We can rent out this large plot of land and turn it into... Well, there's two ways. We can turn it into a theme park where <laughs> okay. we can have all these RG attractions. Oh, wow. We, we, could, have, we could have the Grax Domain House, which <laughs> contains a whole variety of things. I want a we have coaster. the Michael Bell Den. I want a coaster. And, and, and the Andy... The Andyland farm area. I want, to, I want area. to call it the Whimsonator. <laughs> the Whimsonator with all the sheeps and the cows. So £500 a day, we could make that money back in fees, in, in ticket charges. Or, or plan B, Oh, hold Richie on. and Eddie, Guest House Paradiso, that's where I'm thinking. Guest House RG. So, oh. what, can, can we start small? Like, you've got a spare room, haven't you, Grax? Yeah, we'll, okay, we rent we'll, out Grex's we'll, spare room. We'll put we'll cover all the walls with foam so you can smash yourself around a bit. And <laughs> all right, we'll we'll put some funny mirrors up so you know you look all weird. Okay, and there'll be a gift shop and stuff. We'll do that first, see how that goes. Okay. I don't want I don't want us to go all Lawrence Warren Bowen and go all in and then lose all our money in a Blunderland situation. So what we got to do is there's a callback to Christmas that no one will remember. Oh no! Don't you worry. I, Try it. I remember. Uh, so what we've got to do is start small, start with your bedroom, build the way up. Yeah, I mean the way up. On the other hand, Michael Bell, if you don't, you got to go big or you got to go home. Oh, no <laughs> risk, no reward, the no guts, the no glory. Talking. Yeah, let's see again. This is this is his, his political uh, his political line. He'll give you um... cheap ice cream, a free go around RG Land, and and something else. Vote Grax. Vote Grax. Days. Um, so, I think I should make some campaign posts. So what you're suggesting, Rex, is subletting their, their their village. So you're suggesting we pay £500 and then yep. we charge a group of people £750 to visit. Because it, yes. it doesn't say you can't do that. No. So we could rent out the island whilst renting out the island. Exactly. Or a village. It's a village. Let's it's see not, if we can get island. people to come to our free event in Brighton first, then, then pay <laughs> yes. out for a village. We'll build <laughs> okay. a way up. The most obvious conclusion, Brighton, the fringe, buy a village. So there we go. <laughs> we'll pencil that in for future ideas to explore. Hungarian villages. It's the only way forward. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the part of the show without an electronic jingle. It's Texas, the psychic horse. He knows what your pets are thinking. <laughs> Okay, we've got a, a query from Elaine Fletcher. Elaine Fletcher. From Suffolk. Suffolk. From Suffolk. Cat, Suffolk. cat lady, right? Yeah. Dear Texas, my one-year-old Tom kitten, Kip. Kip the cat. Co- Kip, Kip it, the cat. She really called it Kip Cat. Is that what she's called it? Kip <laughs> is clever and curious, and I love him dearly. Aww. However, he keeps biting my hand and ankle, which really hurts. <laughs> Please, could you ask him to stop? <laughs> what? That's what they do, isn't it? It's like children. I know. I think. It's, just, it's play fighting. It's a natural development of a kitten so that it becomes a more efficient hunter or killer in its life. She hasn't yeah. really explained. I mean, is it attacking her like in her sleep or is it just having fun? I mean... No, that's about it. That's just... It's biting Two me. Two paragraphs. It's biting me. Stop it! I don't like it. But in a, in a Suffolk accent, it's quite fun. Though. Like there used to be this great punk band from Suffolk called, in full Suffolk accents, these bloody hands. And that's what it'd be like <laughs> when she wakes up in the morning. Iggy's biting my hands and ankles. Oh, cockney Suffolk. <laughs> oh, sorry. Down, the, down a strand with the with your kitten. All right. 
Lovely. We've, we've kept. Jelly deals, jelly deals. Come again, boys. All right, up the old apple and pears. Lovely. Here are these bloody hands. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, Sue, Trevor, McGee, whatever her name was, she's getting Trevor. bit by a kitten. Definitely Trevor, definitely Trevor. Elaine Fletcher. Elaine, same thing. Texas has a reply, which is actually a pretty sensible reply. Texas says. Here we go. Kip doesn't spend much time worrying about how others feel. <laughs> hey, selfish! Oh. Not because he's selfish. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, my mistake, my mistake. You should be sorry. Don't second guess the psychic horse. I should have learned my lesson. That's right. Sorry. If anyone wants to do any second guessing, it's Texas himself. Okay. Inspector Texas says. Not because he's selfish, but because he's too busy having fun. What? <laughs> uh, I guess fun could be... So, so he's being selfish. Yeah. So he's not selfish. He's just having a jolly good time. And does he not realise what he's doing? Is that is that the, is that the point? I mean, well, no, he's a kitten. Uh, he's got some. Okay. Well, Texas elaborates a bit more. Okay. Unfortunately, biting is all part of his natural instinct to be a hunter, and it's likely to stay with him. Do you know this sounds like a exactly Wikipedia explanation? Just, it sounds like exactly mm. what you just said, Grax, as well. It it does <gasps> sound exactly. After what all I said. these all this time, you're not, are you? I'm what? Holly Davis. <laughs> oh shit my secret is out oh, it was almost a perfect crime you know I've never and you thought it... you could run this country you didn't think this would come out 50, 50 come on guys it's been 52 weeks I'm surprised it has taken you this long to figure it out it was me no but what um, was his motive yeah worst worst Scooby Doo ending ever he would have got away with it too if it wasn't for this crux mask <laughs> wow so Holly Holly how's how's the book sales <laughs> well you know after my facebook campaign <laughs> it, it helps no um texas continues oh good he doesn't mean to hurt anyone but the reaction he gets is all part of the quote game i didn't mean to hurt you sorry that i made you cry okay just a kitten Kip thinks you should accept him for who he is, but has promised to try not to bite Sorry, you. Sorry, Kip the kitten, the one-year-old kitten, has promised Texas the psychic horse that he will do his best not to bite Timothy the owner. Close enough. What cool. An absolute, what's an absolute brute? Well, that's another case closed, isn't it? I think it is. Well... We let's see what Elaine says. Oh, sorry, Elaine's got a reply. Fantastic. Come on, come on, Trevor. Let's hear it. Kip was becoming a handful, and I was worried it was because he was frustrated no, that, at not having a garden to roam. That's just him growing. That's what cats do. Yeah, especially when you lock him up in a cage. Who's locking hey. who up in a cage? Don't. Well, it says right here in black and white, what? I was worried it was because he was frustrated at not having a garden to roam. Now, what does that tell you? He's a house cat? No, he's locked up in a cage. <laughs> okay. You... So he's just gone to live with my friend, who does have outside space. She got rid of the cat. She got rid of Kit Cat. That's right. Kip Cat has been <laughs> kicked out of the house. Kip's been given the kick. Ah. Oh. However, I see him all the time and must admit he has been biting less lately. Thanks, Texas. Yeah, because he's forgotten who you are. He's a bit affectionate as a kitten. Mm. Smiley face. <laughs> Well, I, for one, am happy that Texas has made another uh, fantastic uh, diagnosis of the problem. And it, and and I apologise, Texas, for saying that it sounded like a Wikipedia explanation of how kittens react. Uh, it's definitely from the horse's mouth. Definitely. Absolutely. 
All's well that ends well. The end. Shall we look at the shed? Okay, yeah, welcome to What's in the Shed. What's in the Shed? Loves the bitch. That's it, the mystical, magical shed, which has got infinite capacity, and we take donations from anyone and everyone, and we decide whether it goes in the shed or out the shed. It's the quickest anyone's ever spoken. Our shed is rapidly filling, but there's so much space in it. We could carry on for as long as this is successful. Um, (laughs) Andy Gilder's been in touch. Hi. Is it something for the weekend? Hashtag what's in the shed. Uh, Also copied in at Divine Comedy HQ. Ah, very good. Very good reference to the Divine Comedy there. Does anyone understand that reference? No? No one? Where have you gone? Welcome to the Max Show, everybody! The Max Show! The Max Show! Oh, you can't keep a good thing down. It's been five weeks, we haven't been here. Not to my right, should be Brother Grax. Are you there? Yes. That's right, we're back! We're smashing down the gates of the shed! And then we're putting it back up because that's just vandalism and we don't promote vandalism. This is where we live now! But we're back with the Max Show! We live in the shed, just like all good things. We're living everywhere, we're living on the streets, we're living out the streets. But the reason we're on the streets and out the streets is because it's the streets that we tell you the things that are happening which are important to you. That is right, Robert Grux. So, we've been five weeks, we haven't been here, what have you been up to? Um, not much. Um, I uh, uh, I was on the train going to work the other day, and there was a kid, yeah, uh, like doing his hair constantly for like fifteen minutes or so. Um, what you mean? What you mean sexually? He was just playing with his. He's like combing his hair and sorting oh. his hair for about fifteen minutes, and oh. I completely out of nowhere and did not mean to do this. Just shout out! Just shouted out! It's fine. Now piss off! And um, had to then get off the train at the next stop, and I was late. So um, that's right. Oh wow! So, so that kid actually made you late? Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that happened. I was yeah. just just came out. I, I genuinely didn't mean to say it. I was thinking it, but didn't mean to say it, and just shouted mm-hmm. out. And then then was embarrassed, yeah. so I had to get off at the next stop and, and get the next train. Yeah. And then you ended up in Swindon for some reason. No, no, still got to work. Just oh. I was ten minutes oh, okay. late. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, justice, I guess. You, you, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the back show, I suppose. God, my life is so boring. Mm-hmm. So, what's in the shed? Right. Uh, so yeah, what um, the divine comedy reference? Uh, is it Sunday for the weekend? Well, our shed, technically, Andy Gilder, our, our shed isn't. What on earth just happened there? Anyway, uh, our shed, <laughs> our shed uh, is isn't just for the weekend. It's for everything, every day, every occasion. You can have anything in the shed. You can have a wedding in the shed, a party in the shed. You can have a wake in the shed. So uh, it's not just it, for the weekend. But I would accept if you wish to donate Neil Hanlon of the Divine Comedy or the Divine Comedy or some Divine Comedy albums. I would gladly take that. But you haven't you haven't yeah. su- suggested that. We'll get him grafted. Uh, yeah. All right. So shall we? We could have the inscription. Is it something for the weekend? Should we accept that in the shed? Yeah. Let's take that as a bit of a motto for the shed. All right. In. Uh, at Jojo Lee's has been in touch. 
Just waiting Good. for the Mac show to kick off there. Um, <laughs> can I send you my watch? The battery's died and time has stood still today. Uh, JJ Lisa listens to the RG podcast every Monday. Thank you very much for listening in, JJ. We love you. Grax certainly does. Um, no, you're fantastic and we really appreciate your ears. Thank you for lending them to us on a weekly basis. Uh, we haven't got a timing device in the shed, but this one is dead. Well, how hard is it to fix a watch, really? Just find another battery, mate. Yeah, I just like, pop it open and then put it in and then jobs are good in. All right. We could always find a, a, a clocksmith, a watchmonger. What are they called? Yeah, a watchmonger. No, clocksmith, that, clocksmith, yeah. That's the one. Okay, Um. so dead watch in the shed? Uh, I would say <coughs> yes, and then someone in the future will hopefully donate a watchmonger to fix it. Uh, so, sorry, lads, just had a check. Uh, clocksmith isn't in Urban Dictionary. Is watchmonger. Watchmonger. Uh, carry on, I'll bear with. It should be. At, uh, at Tom Mayhew91 has been in touch. Oh, that's oh, Fantastic, really good. Tom Mayhew. Hello, Tom. How sorry, lads. Uh, watchmonger's not, not in Urban Dictionary. Sorry, no points there, Grax. Uh, yeah. I'm really not on form not today. Scoring well. Tom Mayhew suggests the ex-Chelsea FC youth team player, Naughty Naughty. One of the greatest names ever to exist in football. What's, mm. Hashtag what's in the shed. Uh, personally, I, I'm not a huge fan of football. Well, he's, a, he's, he's an ex-player. So, so, I mean, we, we need as many stuff as we get. We've got the tea shop, we've got uh, the bar, we've got, we got... I was going to say, most ex-footballers run pubs, don't they? So, Really? Yeah. yeah. We'll get, give him his apprentice shed, shed ship. That's apprentice. really that's really bloody hard to say. Uh, just call it yeah. call it an apprentice shed. It's much easier. Apprentice ship. Shed. Apprentice shed. Apprentice shed. I'll shed your shit. Wait, what? what? Who? Okay, no, sorry, Tom. Um, Andy Gilder. Oh, no, I, I, I say in. I'll, I'll oh, sorry. Him. I'll Hold take on. him. Yeah. Okay, so it's a fifty-fifty vote. One says yes, one we'll says no. We'll, I think Andy gets a decider. We'll toss for it. Oh, not again. Not in the shed. Um, I'm going to go, yes. Yeah. Oh. In the shed. Naughty, naughty. Welcome to the bar. Get him on, staff. And finally, at DinoB24 has been a touch. Okay. He has donated a gallon of immortality from the Brooklyn Superhero Supply Company. Does it come it's in de- drink form? It's liquid. Oh. I wouldn't drink. The. It looks like it's in a paint pot. Do you? Should you? I mean, you shouldn't. I don't endorse mm. drinking paint. Well, this is why we've got so many stuff. They can test it. We'll give them. We'll give them a sip. We we'll use them as like the the, the uh, canaries. If they survive, oh. if, if they what? survive for twenty four hours, we'll have it. Like the, like the Kool Aid. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I mean, I just want to make it very clear: the shed is not a cult, guys. Right? Mm. Yeah. It, no, it's, it's an occult element. Well, but it is an occult. We don't have an official certificate no, no, stating that it's a cult. We have a logo yet. Once someone designs us a logo, then we can be a cult. So, uh, at DNP24, uh, I appreciate the immortality, the gallon of immortality. Um, I think that's a great idea. If if it's yeah, if we survive, then... Um... Yeah, I'll take it. Fantastic. That pretty much wraps up this week's What's in the Shed. And you, each and every single one of you listening to the show right now, can continue to submit your... Donations to the shed. Follow us on Twitter at rgprod, A-W-H, G-W-E-P-R-O-D. Hashtag, what's in the shed? You got questions! The 
Because you worries they are your blight Burning questions We got the answers so hold on tight Indeed, at Reynard City's been in touch Okay Who put the bop in the bop she bop bop? Was it Lenny Kravitz? What's a bop she bop bop? Are we talking scat? Are we skibbity bop 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 bop? I thought it was a doo wop doo wop Oh doo wop, doo wop doo wop do up, do up, do up, do up, I miss Scat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey, I love you. <laughs> I know it's bedtime, but <laughs> Scatman Grax is in the house. <laughs> this is going down. Best thing you ever said, Scatman Grax. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hey, album Gra- Grax does Scat on iTunes from June. <laughs> Copyright IG Productions. They call actually, me Mr. Grax Tastic. <laughs> oh, oh, I just, I just um, want Grax to be a rapper. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know who put Bop in Bob She Bop Bop. Next question. Thank uh, you. Last burning question of the day of the show at Captain underscore Parsnip. Yar, Maisie. If you were having a dinner party, eight guests. Four alive, two dead, two fictional. Who would you invite? Ooh. Excellent, excellent a, burning question. This is a double header of brilliant questions. Um, yeah. What was it? Let's Four count. alive, two dead, two fictional. Yeah, so three of us. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Is it, is it us three? Okay. Who would want to go with us then? How about, a woman. How about Bill Oddie? That's not a woman. Could That's be good, good though. Nick, Nick Cage? Nicholas Cage. He, I mean, he's technically fictional, right? Kate Tempest. <laughs> Kate Tempest. Oh, I would, I would be happy with that. I think she'd be bored uh, of her ass, but yeah, I'd like to talk to her. That so long. I'll second that motion. Who we line her up with from the dead crew? Who would you go for the yeah. deceased? Um, Captain, just because I've been watching Cap- a lot of his films, I would like W. C. Fields, please. I would get a pitch in respect, Mr. Leonard Nimoy. I agree with that because unfortunately he recently <sighs> passed yeah, away. He could get on with Kate, I suppose. I think Kate Tempest yeah. would appreciate the works of Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. I think he's got some mm. stories as well. So we've, got, that, yeah. so we've got us three like fools, really. We've got Kate Tempest, who would be queen, surely. Um, mm. We could play the instruments on her. On her yeah, we, we could. could. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I want Jonathan Creek or Homer Simpson. I'd take Jonathan Creek over Homer. Oh, I'd love Homer, though. Yeah, I think, no, Jonathan Creek I think Jonathan feel... Creek would be extremely useful in many yeah, situations. But... Plus, he got the hair and the coat. I mean, I've got the coat. You haven't. I've got a coat similar to You've got, you have a coat. You've got I've a got coat. A coat. Got, okay, all right, I've got, got a coat, all right? <laughs> okay, great. You've got, you've got a coat and some hair, and you've been called handsome. All three things are Jonathan Creek. Yeah, Clearly. Uh, it's, like we, a, it's like a mirror image. What right about um, Richard at the moment, Richards? I'm, I'm feeling a bit stupid um, in this group right now. I don't want to be the, the stupid one, so I'd like someone a bit, you know, dumb. Why don't we take... Well, like Richard yeah, Richards. let's take Richard Richards. We, we need another girl. It's not fair on Kate. Ah, hold on. How about Holly? Red Dwarf. Holly. Uh, fe- what Harry? Fe- uh, Harry yeah, f- or Norman? Fe- fe- female, female Holly. Female Holly. Yeah, she'd be uh, useful as Holly that'd be awesome. as the fictional cat. Yeah. 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 Or, okay. Or, well done. You or, can't really touch her or though. Kapowski, whatever her name is. That's not. That's oh yes. Not yes. No. Um, um. Oh, I'd love Kachansky. Kachansky, that's the one. Kapowski, Kachansky, no. Kapowski, Kachansky. Chris- 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 
Let's have her. She's a fantastic fictional character. Oh, she is. Yeah, that, that's a dinner oh. party. Fictional Holly from Red Dwarf couldn't eat because it's in a screen. Uh, <laughs> who, who's good at, who's good at cooking? This is why I'm going for <laughs> Betty Rubble because she can cook. So can at, my Simpson. At, at the moment, none of us, none of us here can really cook. I can, I can, oh, cook. I, could, I could do a shoe pastry. Yeah, Greg can make some profiteroles. He's famous for it. It's, it's, That's right. We can't live on profiteroles on an island. The hell are you say? Why is it an island? <laughs> I assume it's on an island. And I don't know how dinner parties. It's a dinner party. I don't know how dinner parties work. I'm never invited. Is there going to be well, Frere Rocher? I'm working on it, guys. Frere Rocher. Are there going to be Frere Rocher? Right. We'll invite the um, the admiral's wife, the colonel's the wife, whatever the it is, the ambassador's wife. Yeah. Yay! Right, wow, so our, our lineup is us three: Kate Tempest, <laughs> W.C. Fields, Leonard's Nimoy, Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy, uh, Jonathan Creek, and the ambassador's wife. Perfect. That's the perfect dinner party. <gasps> if you want to get in touch with the RG Podcast and submit your hashtag burning questions, you can do so on Twitter. That's at RG Prod. On Facebook, that's forward slash uh, RG Prod. On the website, www.rgproductions.com, or the email uh, rgproductions, rgproductions at gmail.com at gmail.com absolutely thank you so much for your benefit. and more creative questions like that are fantastic I really really enjoyed those well that pretty much wraps up this week's RG podcast now that was one good show I really enjoyed that thank you very much uh, Michael Bell of the internet no worries I'll be can you pick up next week I do hope so can you pick up that uh, double bass and uh, give us a little bit of a tinkle certainly Whilst Michael Bell is laying down those dulcet bass tones. Grax, could you lay a little bit of a smooth sax over that for us? No, but I'll do my best. It's that Grax Bishop. And whilst you get a chance to listen to these smooth jazz, why not watch me play a computer game? Computer? Computer game, yeah. Which one? Managed to do a let's play. We did Leisure Suit Larry. I did genuinely laugh my head off at work, at my desk, watching that. It was excellent. Well done, Grax. Well you, done, you. You thank really you. connected in that mind of a, of a 14-year-old. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to the RG Podcast. Press subscribe on your app, and you get it every That's right. week. Subs- and you don't even have to worry about it. You just go in the corner, subscribe. Oh, is the RG Podcast out? I don't know. Oh, wow, I've got three of them because I forgot to look at them. Brilliant. I can listen to all three because I press subscribe. Do it. That's right. Absolutely. Subscribe to us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and on Stitcher. And why not subscribe to it on YouTube? Absolutely. You can leave us a review on iTunes if you wish. That's iTunes.com uh, or on your iTunes app or on your phone or anything like that. Feel free to give it a few stars or maybe even f- five, maybe. Um, no, it's not a pressure thing. Just we, we need the the attention. Um, thank you very much, Michael Bell of the Internet, for your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you very much, Grax Bishop of Whitney. It's what I do. I've been and still am at Whimsy of Andy. It's goodbye from me. Thank you. Bugger me. It's goodbye from him. And bugger me. Absolutely. Bugger me. Bye. Bugger me. (laughs)